0: Leading us into our next uh, piece this morning, Jer, uh, which is of course a chat with Jenny Beale who is the founder and co-director of St. Of Bridget's Garden and Cafe up in County Galway and I'd like to introduce her this morning. Good morning Jenny, how are you? Good morning, lovely to be with you and belated greetings for Bridget's Day. Yes, exactly. Our own traditions coming back to us. Lovely. Mm-hmm. I came in this morning and the first thing I noticed coming into the studio was our Bridget's Cross, which, strangely enough, i would never noticed before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to <laughs> hand you over um, to Ger. Can now. I just yeah. say, yeah, I'm having trouble hearing you. I don't okay. know
1: if we can. It's, it's kind of a bit, it's not great, but I'll do my best.
0: OK, thank you very much. That's great. So can Ger Condren, my uh, co-pilot this morning on the programme, is very interested in the Bridget's Yes. And yeah. she's going to talk to you uh, for a moment or two first, and I'll join in the conversation. Then.
2: Well, I'm I'm super excited to talk to you, Jenny, because I've 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 for ages wanted to get the background and and how how this wonderful this place that I am definitely it's on my bucket list to go and visit. Um, how it how it all kind of transpired. I just I, I looked you up as you do you Google everything nowadays, and it, it, you have a, a line on your on your website traditional tea house ringed with pods, flowers and standing stones, symbolising Celtic seasons. Go on, yeah. tell us more. Goodness me, it sounds idyllic. Absolutely. Tell us more.
1: Yeah, well, um, <laughs> I got inspired about the Bridget tradition by going to um, weekends, celebrating you know, the Bridget Festival uh, back in the 1990s with um, an organisation called Women's Spirit Island and um, it really just felt like a coming home. Um, you know, you can tell from my accent I didn't grow up here. <laughs> I grew up uh, on a farm in England, and so I was very, very much into nature, very much into education for the environment, and then I got, I really got hooked, line, and sinker interested in, in the British tradition and how that fitted into Celtic heritage in general. So anyway, long story short, we ended up getting 11 acres of land, um, beautiful spot between Moycullen and Nuktorad, I'm sure some of your listeners will know it, um, and we turned it into Bridget's Garden um, as a charity, as a place for the community. So the heart of it really is the four gardens that represent the four Celtic festivals, because I'm sure you know Bridget's Day is the old Celtic yes. festival of Imbolc. Yes, indeed, and. Uh, the Celtic year, of course, started uh, with Samhain, the great festival of Samhain Halloween. Then you go on to Bridget's Day in, in the spring. You go through to Beltane, May Day, the start of summer, and then Lunasa in August mm-hmm. for harvest um, and autumn. So it just seems such a beautiful way to help people to connect with nature, to dig into this wonderful, rich, well if you like of traditions and stories and mythology uh, in the bridget and wider celtic tradition you know and that's really the birth of the garden
2: oh it's it's uh, it sounds absolutely i'm i'm i in a previous life (laughs) i would teach um in the local secondary school i taught religion and I did, I oh, did, and I, and I did the Celtic festivals with my students and so on. And I was, I was tickled pink recently because, you know, now St. Bridget, oh, she's coming into her own. Oh, for years yeah. I've been saying, I've been saying this. I, 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 nearly started a petition once upon a time for to get a public holiday dedicated to St. Bridget. And now here it is anyway. So, but it is, um, but I, I was, be mused, and, as I say, with uh when um Leo Leo Veracker was explaining to uh, whoever was being he was interviewing, interviewed by uh, about the Celtic traditions of Bridget and about the the Imbolc festival and so on. and and friends of mine come to I, I, they said, I never heard of that. I never heard of any of that. And it is it's it's magnificent that we are finally um, gosh, not before time that we're finally. P- Putting the whole tradition of Saint of Bridget in 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 its proper place in terms of culture and in terms of tradition and in terms of of our
1: roots in Ireland, isn't it? It's fantastic. Mm, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And interestingly, um, Bridget goes much wider than Ireland. Yes, uh, you know she's Saint Bride in Scotland. Yes, um, and I say I grew up in the south of England, and there was a Bridget's well just a few uh, a little while away and our local saint back in the 6th century, his his life has lots of Bridget stories in it. So, you know, Br- Br- Bridget, uh, and, and there's links with um, Bridget in Scandinavia, and um, the Bridget scholars are making all kinds of links, um, not just between the saint Bridget across uh, different parts of Northern Europe, but the goddess Bridget, who of course was the Celtic, one of the most important Celtic goddesses mm-hmm. of the land, mm-hmm. you know um, the, the, is linked with goddesses all, all around the place, mm-hmm. and you know the story of Bridget's Cloak, I'm sure you all grew up with the wonderful yes. story of Bridget's Cloak, about how she spread her cloak down uh, mm-hmm. and uh, over the land, and it grew and it grew and it grew, mm-hmm. and she ended up with this beautiful area of rich land for her monastery. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I've I've been thinking a lot about that story and and I think in many ways that's the story that brings the old Bridget as goddess of the land mm. into the Christian tradition yes. because here's St. Bridget spreading her cloak mm. out over mm. the land yes. and she's taking, she's not just taking um, uh, that land for her monastery, she's, she's taking it as a sacred land, she's honouring it, she's looking after mm. it. Yes. You know, and, and there are cloak stories from uh, around the world as well, wow. you know. That's
2: so most one interesting,
1: of the, yeah. Yeah, and what, the theme we had kind of in our Bridget celebrations in Bridget's Garden this year, you know, was, was very much because um, we're, we're very committed to um, connecting people in nature and trying to, you know we all need to connect more with nature in our own ways to try and get ourselves out of the mess that we've got ourselves into with the climate Mm -hmm. and and nature and so on. And and it's a lovely symbolism that we can all spread our own Bridget's cloak around wherever we can, you know, whether it's in our backyards or our local parks or our gardens or whatever, you know, and uh, adopt that sort of view of, um, protecting nature because I I suppose Bridget's Garden really is for people who haven't been there I would just say it's it's not a nostalgic kind of museum-y sort of representation of old Celtic anything it's a contemporary place and the design is contemporary it's a fantastic design actually by Mary Reynolds and it's very much about how does this speak to us now in the 21st century?
0: You know, and Mary Reynolds was the award-winning uh, Chelsea garden designer a few years ago, I think. That's
1: right, she yeah. was, and which is a bit like winning the Olympics in the uh, garden design. <laughs> yes, it you know? sure is. Yeah. It was very exciting when she got it at the time. Yeah. And um, Bridget's garden was her first big project after that win.
0: Oh, wonderful for you uh, to have so something really, like that, yeah, on board.
1: Yeah, yeah, oh it's absolutely fantastic. And for those people who've been there, they know that the, the, the four gardens really are almost like a, um, a beautiful piece of modern sculpture using the elements of the landscape, using stone and grass and wildflowers and water and thatch and you know and,
0: and I presume seasonality as well, that they're planted, you know, uh, with flowers that are are plants that are going to be appropriate for the time of year. And I think, yeah. if I've understood it correctly, uh, Jenny, I think you've got um, a healing element to the garden as well, a meditative space and a healing area. Is that right? Am I right about yeah, that? Yeah, uh, the,
1: um, the way we've we've kind of done it is that in many ways the whole garden is a healing area. We don't have a healing area as such. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the Lunasa garden is very sensory because it's all herbs. You know? Oh, lovely. And we have done some lovely sensory work with people where you've got all the different textures of the rocks and the plants and everything. Mm-hmm. You've got all the lovely smells and everything. But um but really it's like the whole place is a play area because the whole place <laughs> is a healing area. Lovely. And the reason for that I think is that, you know, there's so much science now telling us what we all actually know anyway, which is uh-huh. we feel better mentally, physically, and spiritually when we're out in nature. Uh-huh. Um, and so we most people just do that intuitively. Do, do you know what I'm saying? Yes. And, and so we've had some really beautiful feedback from people who've, It brought a friend who's, you know, with a serious cancer diagnosis, and walked around the garden and how much peace she found there, Mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Or people who've planted trees in memory of someone, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or at a a more everyday level, for example, like um, tomorrow. Well, actually, I think they're going to postpone it a week because the weather. We've uh, one of our regular forest bathing walks. You know, there's huge interest in forest, forest. bathing now, yes. um, which say, is a, a yeah. slightly more structured way of being out in nature. And it's very much about slowing down and connecting with your senses. What is and it? What is, what, is forest, what is well, it? I
0: actually, I've heard of, of the forest bathing because someone in my walking group who's been a lifelong yoga practitioner knew about this business of yes. the forest walks it's forest bathing shinrin yoku in Japanese yes. I think and it's about really bathing yourself in the power of the forest isn't it feeling the pine needles and everything underfoot and just really enjoying the energy that the forest bathes you in when you walk in it is, is that and do
1: you have
2: do you, you have I forest as well jenny then that people can walk through
0: yes we do you see we,
1: we've 11 acres altogether. together oh, right. i mean it, mm-hmm. it, it's small or big depending on your perspective okay. <laughs> and only only and one acre um is the formal gardens okay. and the rest is beautiful, beautiful habitat so we've lovely areas of old woodland and with big palms and my favorite place of all is the wildflower meadows we've done some fantastic mm, restoration of the local wildflowers mm. and you just just in there in june and july and and you can't help but smile there's orchids everywhere there's butterflies it's buzzing with bees you know it's real biodiversity as it should be and it's um, on a very small scale, but it's gorgeous. And did you uh, mention... So the forest bathing, if you're right, it originated in Japan. And they did loads of research Well, they're still doing it, showing that, you know, if you have this forest bathing experience, your stress hormones go down, your blood pressure goes down, even in two hours, you know. So it's beautiful. And I, I spend a lot of time outside anyway, and I have to say I was slightly surprised myself the first time I participated how different it was you just have a leader with you and they you just slow down it's a bit like sort of um, very slow walking and meditative attention kind of nature mindfulness if you like mm-hmm. And it's just magical, the effects. It really is. It's absolutely gorgeous. And it's amazing how difficult a lot of us find to actually slow down. down.
2: (laughs) Yes, because the opposite is sometimes Mm -hmm. true now for people who walk for exercise it's like they need yes. to walk really vigorously and really fast don't they yes and so that's, that's right, a whole that's other right.
1: experience
2: isn't it really uh, you've met, well, that's you, very good for you too
1: that's true you, did <laughs> you, you mention slow stuff is good
2: as well did you mention in passing there jenny that d- can people plant things in your garden did you say something about pe- somebody can come and plant is there a facility where you can plant something in memory well, of somebody we, or? we, we have
1: we do. We we have we have had a scheme in the past, We're slightly running out of spaces to plant trees in at the moment. But um, uh, we we have had a scheme in the, where people have adopted trees and features in memory of oh, somebody, okay. and that Very gives good. a great richness to okay. the place.
0: Lovely, lovely. And Jenny, just to say on to finish on that note, um, is the garden free entry, or would you are you accepting contributions from people to yeah? I mean, so on?
1: we. Yeah, absolutely. Obviously, um, we we have a cafe, we have a shop, a little gift shop. We do um, we do school tours, beautiful environmental education tours. We do special events for families. We have membership for local families, you know. So it's it's a lovely place to visit um, with a family or with visiting relatives or whatever, you know. It, it's a kind of a, a nice day out at that level. And then we have the more sort of spiritual things like the, the Bridget yeah. events and we have a weekly meditation by Zoom if anybody's interested they can go on to our, our website and see that so just so before that, that, so so mes- meditation is by donation but there is a there is an admission charge to the gardens
2: okay um
1: because we need it we're self-funding really and we yeah. have professional staff and everything but but we'll we'll never turn anybody away if they don't have the money okay. you know they can just Make whatever contribution they feel. Uh, they and want so, if to make. we, if
2: if people wish to to, where can they find you again? Tell, tell me, Jenny, and and where can they find out more? You mentioned there about schools and so on. Where can they find out more? And and yeah, and ab-
1: absolutely. Uh, just check out our website now. I just need to say it's Bridget's Garden. We don't use Saint, um, okay. and it's be it's the old Irish spelling, which just catches people out. Um, B R I G I T. Okay. Bridget's. So Bridgetsgarden.ie is our website. Lovely. Excellent, and they can find everything um, there. You can find everything that you need to know there about this. It's been lovely to talk to you,
2: Jenny. Really, really, uh, it's definitely, as I say, on my bucket list uh, because I'm really interested. And and thank you for taking the call from us this morning. Uh, We really appreciate it. Take care. Have a good day.
1: You're very welcome, and wonderful to see your voluntary efforts for keeping this fantastic radio going. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Thank Thank you, you, Jenny. Thanks, Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) God bless. Take care. Bye -bye.
2: Bye bye. Bye bye.